Not as good as Doyle's in town. 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 What's going on, everyone? What is happening? Graham, I want to ask you. We went for pints on Friday. Oh yeah, pints. You didn't enjoy your first pint. It was because it was ordered way too early. I knew we were in the taxi 50 minutes away, and Sean goes, "What'll I get you?" And I felt like I'll just wait till we get there. But no. Oh, you didn't want a crisp pint. Well, it wasn't crisp because it was sitting on the table for about 15 minutes. Guys, we have Mikey O'Reilly. Oh, in the house. No singing pint, today. Pints, no pints, no singing, no rapping. Just normal conversation. Hey, this is a normal conversation. How many pints did you have over the weekend, Mikey? Collectively. Yeah. I don't no, drink pints. I had, uh, I had 81 G&Ts. 81? <laughs> Doyle's Do you love town. a gin and tonic? No, I don't know why I had that many. No, I'm joking. I took it fairly handy. You know what I bought, actually? Go on. Um, I bought, because it was on special somewhere, a bottle of apple sours. Oh. I, I, myself and my uh, girlfriend, we were just like swigging it, just chilling. It's nice drinking with the other half, isn't it? It's great. Oh, it is. It's good fun. What have you got uh, your fiancé for Valentine's Day? I don't mind Day? saying, okay. Um, might talk about it tomorrow, but... Uh, will, you give, will you have given it to her... I plan to do. I don't. A little bit of me, it's like, well, I give the gift this evening. I'm doing that this evening. What are you thinking, Graham? What do you think? Well, I'm just doing flowers, so I have to get them tomorrow. Graham's like tomorrow. writing a thesis over there. It's called doing work lads. Um, so, will I tell you? Okay, so a couple of weeks ago, right. Becca said, "Oh, there's this masseuse in Bray who's supposedly incredible." All right. Because the gym she goes to Apparently a lot of them go to this masseuse So when I was a bit drunk three weeks ago Watching the Pamela Anderson documentary with her I said And like we'd been both drinking I said Oh where is that masseuse? Where where is that located? And she gave the answer And in my drunken state I wrote it in my phone Notes so then, the other day, I went, oh, that's where it is. Now, where I arrived to before the show was that place that was in my phone. It looked derelict. Uh-oh. It didn't look like anyone <laughs> was there. Is that where she goes? Because it? it's part of, like, a business center. But I went up these stairs, and I was looking for a name, and I saw the name on the door. I knocked on it. And a little small masseuse. Hello. Opens the door. Hello. And I said, hello, I'm looking for a gift for my, um, my fiancé. Did, did he go, I am the gift? And, and <laughs> she, she closed the door and I went, oh no, did I frighten her? But then she opened it again. Come inside. Oh, she had one of those locks on? Yeah. God, I never knew the masseuse business was like sketchy. Well, this just, I don't know. Like she said to me, I don't massage many people. I have my certain clients. And she said, where did you, uh, where did you hear about this? Oh, I was thinking about you uh, while I was watching a Pamela Anderson documentary. (laughs) (laughs) But so I have that gift with a card. That's good. I fumbled so bad. Go on, well, I'd say you're very romantic and thoughtful. No, I am, but like I've done a classic like boo boo, right? So, uh, for the last couple of weeks, my girlfriend has been dropping hints, uh, Emily, about a, a bracelet in Swarovski. Oh, very nice. Um, Hello. And it's called the Emily bracelet, right? Oh, what does it look like? It's kind of just like little uh, crystals in like a tennis bracelet. Does it say Emily on it? Or? No, but it's it, like that was the whole thing. Yeah, it's called yeah. on the website. So I went up to the shop in Blanchardstown. It wasn't open. So I panicked, went into a jeweler's and I bought earrings and uh, a oh. ring. Exactly 
what she didn't want. So oh, I bought no. nearly every single thing she didn't want. And now and then she rang me just a few minutes ago before the show saying, Hey, look forward to seeing you this evening. I just got your gift. I know you've been wanting something like this for a while. So now I'm gonna go home. Oh shit. No, no, but you still made effort. Why did you go for still made Why? Oh, the guy oh, in the shop was like so convincing. Very charming. Yeah. Would you hire him for your family business as a salesperson? Yeah, you know, I would. He like I love those people. Came in straight away. And you know, he, I could like tell he was kind of putting it on, but he was so good, I just had to let him finish. Try and it. sell yeah. me something right now. Right, so... Let's uh, see your sales. Okay. Nathan, I don't <laughs> want to necessarily sell you anything, but I want to advise you on something that you should invest. Okay. Um, I saw you try on a pair of glasses the other day. Yes. And I fell in love with how they looked on you. Now, I know that you don't have any eye problems, but I can offer you a lens that simply just... Uh, makes all the screens in front of you and the lights a little bit less. Yeah, yeah, look, how much are we talking? Well, how much have you got to spend? Um, I don't know, spend like three euro. <laughs> oh. Right, well, how about... How are you going to deal with this curveball? So, I can provide glasses for three euro, but uh, cheap glasses are not good and good glasses are not cheap. So, hopefully we can find a middle ground. Oh, that was a good... That was a good yeah, comeback. Well there. Wasn't it? Very good. What's in it for you? Um, I can see a friend of mine every day in great glasses that help his eyes so you can give your fiance a better time when you get home because you're not so tired I'm in not your head. staring at the wall <laughs> thinking it's her. He's good. He's yeah. good. So are you buying them? No. But Why? you're charming. No, no, you're getting aggressive. No, I'm just saying. Please let me leave your shop. No, he didn't miss one beat. He didn't Look, miss a you're beat. Just, you're, okay. Okay, Hello, that's sir. enough. Done. Oh, my Sorry. So you can continue off it. Tell you, I've never seen this man work as hard. He didn't even come for lunch with myself and producer Neve. What's going on, Nathan? Guys, why am I so busy? Because I'm looking down at the sheet that's telling us all what's coming up. I don't feature that much, <laughs> but yet I found myself at my computer trawling for news stories, yeah. trying to get clips of audio, and I'm listening back to what I've gotten. And it's not great. <laughs> That's not a good sign for the show, is it? It's not. Look, well, I haven't even had time to finish my salad. Oh, what do you have for lunch today? So I picked this up, okay, guys? Oh, it's called Chermoula Chicken Salad, all right? Let me set it to you. Yeah, Moroccan spiced chicken, bulgur wheat, cherry tomatoes, cucumber, red onion, rockets served with mint yogurt. But some people like to say yogurt. Sounds absolutely disgusting. And it tastes of paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the way next, Ed, while I was having my lunch with producer oh. Neve, we were just chatting about the Super Bowl, Rihanna's performance, and that's what we're going to chat about next, if that's okay with you. Is what that, am I going to do? I don't know. I'm just going to eat the salad. Yeah, it's Jay-Z. No moncore. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Jay-Z. No moncore. On 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I know we're about to speak about the Super Bowl. I follow Gordon Ramsay on Instagram. He does not follow me back. But I saw he was at the Super Bowl. Oh. And he high-fived Jay-Z. Were they sitting beside each other? I don't think they were. So... I woke up this morning, first thing I did, got st- I was like, I'm going to watch Rihanna's performance. I was like, well, I watched it on my phone. I said, no. Get up, make your breakfast, have your porridge, get a cup of coffee on and sit down and watch it properly on the television. Did you go on YouTube? I went on the YouTube and I watched it properly. And the big debate on Friday was, what is she going to open up with? Now, I know on Friday I was saying, oh, it's going to be Umbrella. But I actually thought... I was singing this all day yesterday. Nah, 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 come on. 
I was like, come on. Yeah, it's a big song. Open up with that. Na, 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 come on. What, what were you saying? You were thinking Rude Boy, was it? I was thinking Rude Boy, a very sexy opening. Yeah. Now, the opener, I was like, yeah, okay. Go on. It was all right. This was the opener. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not for me. To be honest, I just think she's got so many other bangers. So many. To open the Super Bowl halftime show with. And the big thing for me was, she didn't actually play S&M in full. Na na na, come on. She only played the little snippet during when she was doing We Found Love. Have a listen here. It's in the background. But it Here, there, just in the background. Well, she did say she was going to have to sacrifice some of her greatest hits. Yeah, so I have the set list here. Now, I want to say on record, I thought it was a fantastic set. It was very good. I thought it was unreal. They had uh, four or five kind of levitating stages that she was in the middle of, and her dancers were either side of her. I thought the dancers were all dressed the same. They all choreographed unbelievably. She announced she was pregnant for the second time, six months pregnant. Did anyone know that she was pregnant beforehand? No, I think that must have been like, oh, let's keep this a secret. That was the big surprise. Announce it. Uh, I mark her down There was no special guests I know I wanted Drake Yeah I wanted Jay-Z I would give it overall 7 to 8 out of 10 I thought it was very good Because okay This is the set list But wait till you hear What didn't make the set list So she opened up with Be Better Have My Money Where Have You Been Only Girl in the World We Found Love Rude Boy Work Wild Thoughts Pour It Up All of the Lights Run This Town Umbrella And Diamonds Like hit after mm. hit but listen to the set list that she didn't do. This is she could have done another halftime show would have been just as good. Disturbia, please don't stop the music. Pond the replay. S and M. What's my name? SOS. Love on the brain. Kiss it better. Desperado needed me. Love the way you lie. This is what you came for. Oh, nothing. That had to have been. This is what you came for. I'm gonna put out this statement, and I, as I was watching it, I was like, God, Rihanna's good, isn't she? I think. In terms of hits, now hits, Rihanna's better than Beyonce. I'd agree with you. I definitely would agree with you. I'm Jeez, with you. You're nodding as well. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't get the Beyonce hype. I'm with you. I don't. I like. I I think Beyonce is great. Yeah. But I'm like this insane. I think Rihanna's better than Beyonce. Rihanna speaks to me. You know, <laughs> Rihanna brings me back to a place that I haven't been in a while. But where have you been? Only girl <laughs> in the world. Yeah. It's a gorgeous song with many different layers. And just when you hear it. Nah, 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 come on. Oh, like, yes, it's going off. But that was a halftime show. And as I was looking for news about Rihanna, I just went Super Bowl into Twitter. Let's see what goes up because I want to see what happened. There's a game around it too. I could see nothing about the game. Everybody was talking about Rihanna. I, it took me so long to figure out who actually won. Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs won. I believe so. I'm not too sure. (laughs) One of the two definitely won. (laughs) So it's Philadelphia Eagles against Kansas City Chiefs. And we're only as a radio show that's supposed to inform the people who listen to them. We should probably do a bit on the match, but neither of us watch the game or have any interest in NFL. Yeah. So if anybody is listening right now that watched the match and has an interest in NFL and could maybe... You know, give us a, a roundup of maybe in less than a minute on WhatsApp voice note. 
just so you know we checked it off yeah we did the super bowl we did the halftime show we know rihanna and we also did the game as well so people are up to date and informed give us a whatsapp voice note what actually happened during the game please 087-67-97-104 This guy previously did the halftime show at the Super Bowl It's the weekend And save your tears on FM 104 You're listening to the 104 Drive Podcast With Graham and Nathan J-J-J-Z Core on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan I know we're about to speak about the Super Bowl I follow Gordon Ramsay on Instagram He does not follow me back But I saw he was at the Super Bowl And he high-fived Jay-Z. Were they sitting beside each other? I don't think they were. So I woke up this morning. First thing I did, got st- I was like, I'm going to watch Rihanna's performance. I was like, well, I watched it on my phone. I said, no, get up, make your breakfast, have your porridge, get a cup of coffee on and sit down and watch it properly on the television. Did you go on YouTube? I went on to YouTube and I watched it properly. And the big debate on Friday was, what is she going to open up with? Now, I know on Friday I was saying, oh, it's going to be Umbrella. But I actually thought I was singing this all day yesterday. Na, 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 come on. I was like, come on. Yeah, it's a big song. Open up with that. Na, 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 come on. What, what were you saying? You were thinking Rude Boy, was it? I was thinking Rude Boy, a very sexy opening. Yeah. Now, the opener, I was like, yeah, okay. Go on. It was all right. This was the opener. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not for me. To be honest, I just think she's got so many other bangers. So many. To open the Super Bowl halftime show with. And the big thing for me was, she didn't actually play S&M in full. Na na na, come on. She only played the little snippet during when she was doing We Found Love. Have a listen here. It's in the background. What it takes to can hear it there just in the background well she did say she was going to have to sacrifice some of her greatest hits yeah so I have the set list here now I want to say on record I thought it was a fantastic set it was very good I thought it was unreal they had uh, four or five kind of levitating stages that she was in the middle of and her dancers were either side of her I thought the dancers were all dressed the same they all choreographed unbelievably she announced she was pregnant for the second time six months pregnant did anyone know that she was pregnant beforehand no I think that must have been like oh let's keep this a secret that was the big surprise announce it uh, I mark her down There was no special guests I know I wanted Drake Yeah I wanted Jay-Z I would give it overall 7 to 8 out of 10 I thought it was very good Because okay This is the set list But wait till you hear What didn't make the set list So she opened up with Be Better Have My Money Where Have You Been Only Girl in the World We Found Love Rude Boy Work Wild Thoughts Pour It Up All of the Lights Run This Town Umbrella And Diamonds Like hit after mm. hit but listen to the set list that she didn't do this is she could have done another halftime show would have been just as good Disturbia Please Don't Stop the Music Pond the Replay S&M What's My Name SOS Love on the Brain Kiss It Better Desperado Needed Me Love the Way You Lie This Is What You Came For Oh, nothing that had to have been this is what you came for I'm going to put out this statement and I, as I was watching it I was like God Rihanna's good isn't she I think In terms of hits Now hits 
Rihanna's better than Beyonce. I'd agree with you. I definitely would agree with you. I'm Just, with you. You're nodding as well. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't get the Beyonce hype. I'm with you. I don't. I like. I I think Beyonce is great. Yeah. But I'm like this insane. I think Rihanna's better than Beyonce. Rihanna speaks to me. You know, Rihanna <laughs> brings me back to a place that I haven't been in a while. But where have you been? Only girl <laughs> in the world. Yeah. It's a gorgeous song with many different layers. And just when you hear it. Na, 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 come on. Oh, like, yes, it's going off. But that was a halftime show. And as I was looking for news about Rihanna, I just went Super Bowl into Twitter. Let's see what goes up because I want to see what happened. There's a game around it too. I could see nothing about the game. Everybody was talking about Rihanna. I, it took me so long to figure out who actually won. Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs won? I Question believe mark? so. I'm not too sure. Yeah. One of the two definitely won. <laughs> so it's Philadelphia Eagles against Kansas City Chiefs. And we're only as a radio show that's supposed to inform the people who listen to him. We should probably do a bit on the match, but neither of us watch the game or have any interest in NFL. Yeah. So if anybody is listening right now that watched the match and has an interest in NFL and could maybe you know, give us a, a roundup Summary. of maybe in less than a minute on what's our voice note, just so, you know, we checked it off. Yeah. We did the Super Bowl. We did the halftime show. We know Rihanna. And we also did the game as well. So people are up to date and informed. Give us a WhatsApp voice note. What actually happened during the game, please? 87 67 This guy previously did the halftime show at the Super Bowl. It's the weekend. And save your tears on FM 104. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. The weekend and save your tears on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. And we are talking about last night's Super Bowl. Come on, Chiefs. Mostly the halftime show. The weekend did a halftime show before. I just want I just want to go through it again, all right? I thought Rihanna's performance was class. About seven or eight out of ten. But just the songs you didn't get to. Some Disturbia, Please Don't Stop the Music, Ponder Replay, SM, What's My Name, SOS, and one we didn't mention. Shut up and drive. Now, so strange. I know she only had 13 minutes. I get she only had 13 minutes. You're a DJ. You have an alter ego, DJ Quench. Oh, he's been, he's been dormant for a long time. Do you think they chose the songs because they kind of have to match each other? Yeah. The previous song and the song next. Because they were seriously mixed together. Like, I was actually thinking that watching that, that some... I'm sure a great producer DJ sat down and mixed them perfectly together because you were going, why did they put Wild Thoughts in there? And I was like, yeah. But I don't then like that song. I was thinking maybe it was a song that bridged two songs together to make it sound good because you're like, uh, Wild Thoughts, come on, I want to hear Shut Up and Drive. But there was a football match that was happening either side of the halftime You'd show. You'd forget about yeah, it. absolutely, because most of the talk online has been about Rihanna. Now, it, I believe it was the Philadelphia Eagles mm. against the Kansas City Chiefs. Of course, I'm a big Eagles fan. I've always been a massive Chiefs always. fan. Always. Kind of runs in my family. <laughs> Neither of us have any clue of NFL or even watched the match. But we asked, is anybody listening to the show that stayed up last night and has an in-depth knowledge of what was actually going on that could lend their voice to the show and that way we feel like we have sufficiently covered it on the show. So I believe this guy's called Matty. Okay. Matty has sent us a WhatsApp voice note, 57 seconds, and hopefully at the end of this we'll understand exactly what happened last night in Arizona. One of the best Super Bowls I've ever seen. I've been watching the sport now almost 15 years and not just the scoreline, but so many talking points throughout the game just made it so exciting. Edge of the seat stuff throughout really... 
you know, going into the game, the, the Philadelphia Eagles were definitely the favourites, I think by two points, possibly by three points. And they scored the first touchdown. So they went up by seven and they really looked dominant from the outset. But um, Patrick Mahomes, the MVP slash quarterback for the Chiefs, drove them right back into the game and got them in contention straight away. So it was really just two titans going at it back and forth throughout the game. The Eagles did have a 10-point lead at halftime, so I think going into the, the halftime show, there, there was definitely a feeling that the Eagles could run away with it. But look, there's a reason that Patrick Mahomes is MVP. He was able to find all of his receivers and, and tight ends, such as Travis Kelsey, in order to get there in the end. And yeah, uh, amazing result, a really good comeback and um, thoroughly entertaining throughout. So who won? Thank you very much, <laughs> Matty. That but was great. What is an MVP? A oh, most valuable player. I do know that. So from that, I'm presuming the, I, the I Kansas like... City Chiefs won. Yeah, yeah, with Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I like Patrick Mahomes. He's very slick looking. 38-35. Oh, that's close. By, by three points. There we go. So now you are sufficiently up to date with what happened last night. Patrick Mahomes is the MVP and he throws the ball to the tight head. Yeah, go Patrick. <laughs> I wonder what it's like in the dressing room. Do they ever get to watch the halftime performance themselves? The players. Yeah, they start singing to Rihanna. <laughs> We're losing. <laughs> We are losing. Come on, Patrick. <laughs> this is Dermot Kennedy and Kiss Me. You're on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Take a photo, eternalize this moment. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Lost Frequencies with Callum Scott. Where are you now? You're listening to 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Shalom. What's the song we're looking for? For anyone hanging around waiting to hear people singing along, don't worry. We'll do it after Megan Trainer made you look. You'll which be is on waiting a long, long no. time. Producing Eva's working hard in the background, getting all the recordings of people singing along like we asked you to a few minutes ago. But now we need to figure out what this song is. It's a popular song in the style of a cello. It's a popular song <laughs> in the style of a cello. <laughs> Artist, I don't have the name of the song. Sharice joins us. How are you? I'm not too bad. Hi, Graham and Nathan. How All are right, you? Sharice. Happy <laughs> Monday. You're full of beans. Happy, happy Monday. I actually had to work. Well, Sharice, listen to this. Were you one of the people who sent in a voice note of you singing along to the start of the beautiful cello? Hello? Yeah, would you like yes. to would you like to sing it on air before we get your answer? No, I'm ashamed of that one. Just don't mention my name. Yeah, I saw that you deleted it on us. Why did you I delete know. it, yeah. Sharice? Because I am at work and then I'm not supposed to do that one. Oh, okay. What do you work as? Um, I'm actually a social uh, healthcare worker. Okay, well, we let you go, so you probably shouldn't be playing cello. <laughs> no, because we're listening to your radio, um, ah. and it is um, it's an it's always our radio station ah, in our thank bus. You so thank you, Cherie. Well, what's yeah. the name of the song? What's today's cello? Um, Montanero. By um, by name. By who? Oh, vitamin something. I can't remember. So vitamin, yeah, close. <laughs> vitamin guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little Nas X. That's <laughs> yeah, that was. 
Of course, Lil Nas X is his stage name. Vitamin. Lil Nas, Lil Nas, yeah. Vitamin is his real name. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> Everyone knows that. Sharice, <laughs> we'll let you get back to work. Thank you very much. Bye. No problem. See you then. Bye-bye. Uh, just, producer Diva seems a bit confused. No, his name isn't really Vitamin. I was only okay. messing. Okay. <laughs> oh. On the way next, we're going to be hearing the, anyone who sent in the WhatsApp of them singing Chillo after Megan Trainor on FM 104. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. And about 10 minutes or so ago, I made the claim that people sit by their radio and wait for half three every single day so they can play this segment and sing along to. Chillo. What's the song we're looking for? It's the catchiest jingle on radio. Now, I thought you were deluded. I yeah. said no one sits around and sings that Lionel Richie classic banger, but maybe I was wrong. You've no, you've little faith in this beautiful community we're building. I have so much faith in you guys. I have so much faith. Giggsy, Connell and Declan, just three of the three who sent in. <laughs> three of not many, three of three. The three amigos. Let's just have a listen to them. Chillo. Oh, beautiful. What's the song you're looking for? <laughs> Hello. What's the song you're looking for? Chillo. What song are you looking for? They all kind of sound the same. <laughs> it's the same person with three different phones. <laughs> right, on the way next, Nathan, you, you've been working hard, but I don't know you why haven't I have. done anything so far in the done first nothing. 43 minutes of the show. Literally done nothing. Now, finally, you, you get to take the radio for yourself. I don't have a lot. Go on. I'm going to speak about Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. Okay, we'll do that next. FM you're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Lewis Capaldi and Forget Me on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I don't know why it's happened for some reason. I've never seen him work as hard on a. I don't know why. On the lead up to a show before, I didn't even have time to sit down and have lunch myself I and producer Eve. Eat my Moroccan chicken at my desk. So, <laughs> so this will. This is going to be good. It's going to be good. It's Nathan's news. Just gone. It's about well, nearly ten to four. It's though. okay, news. You might forget about it in five minutes' time. Megan Fox, Machine Gun Kelly. It looks like the relationship has ended. Shock horror. This is mad, isn't it? So let's break this down, okay? Apparently on Saturday, Megan Fox started to immediately delete every photo of herself with fiancé Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, you forget they're engaged, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's never a good sign when that happens. When you start seeing the photos get deleted, never a good sign. Then, uh, Megan Fox posted the lyrics from Beyonce's song, Pray You Catch Me. All right. You can taste the dishonesty, it's all over your breath. Now, that song was infamously about Jay-Z cheating on Beyonce. Okay, you can taste the dishonesty on your breath. Was Machine Gun Kelly cheating? I don't know. But then Megan Fox did something else. Okay. She started to follow Machine Gun Kelly's enemy... Eminem. Oh. So she now only follows three people, Eminem, Harry Styles, and Timothy Chalamet. You have to give a bit of a background into Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly. This is unbelievable. There was a period in Nathan's life... I was obsessed. ...where all he cared about was the beef between Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly. And nobody cared in this country. No one cared. So in 2018... 
Machine Gun Kelly dropped a song called Rap Devil where he started to diss Eminem. Have a listen. I have a little snippet of it. Somebody grab some clippers. Beard is weird. Tough talk from a rapper paying millions for security a year. I think my dad's gone crazy. Yeah, Haley, you right. Dad's always mad, cooped up in the studio, yelling at the mic. It's a four-minute song, and he really goes after Eminem. And I remember being at my desk, and I showed you, Graham, I said, look at this beef between Machine Gun Kelly and Eminem. This is crazy. He seemed a little bit bored, but I said to you, Eminem, he's going to come back. Well, in a diss track, if you're saying your beard is weird, if you're rhyming beard at weird, I'm like, oh, this sounds like something we would write. <laughs> you're an a eighth and your beard is weird. But then after around two weeks, Eminem came back with the song Took called his time. Kill Shot. <laughs> and he starts going after Machine Gun Kelly. It was wild. Now, I don't have a snippet of that song because I was working too hard. I remember he was eating cereal. Yeah, what's in the bowl? Uh, cereal? Uh, yeah Or oatmeal Yeah really weird It was two weird people Going at each other And I like Eminem And now Megan Fox Has actually deleted her account Okay But I don't know if you've seen Pamela Anderson's new documentary On Netflix No I, you're, You keep talking about it Claire's it is, always on about it as well It is amazing Have you seen it producer Neve? No I haven't You have to check it out It really got me thinking After watching that That's who Megan Fox And Machine Gun Kelly Are trying to be Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee Jones. Oh. They're very similar when you watch it. Is that just your thoughts or is that, have they come out and said, we look Oh, up? that's my thoughts. All right, sorry. I think it would be very strange if they're on a red carpet. Yes, we're just trying to be Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee Jones no, from get, the 90s. I get that though, but what was the thing when, when they got engaged, didn't he give her a ring? And some blood. But it wasn't the ring, type of ring that you put it on was fine, but if you wanted to take it off, it, it hurt would hurt you. you. Yeah. yeah. And then they drank They each drank each other's, other's blood. blood That was never a good sign never for me Never a good sign They made me uncomfortable Not as uncomfortable as when Naomi Campbell and Liam Payne Were going out with each other I And know. she would make him leave later from a party than her Could you imagine this though They break up Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox Megan Fox is single Machine Gun Kelly's best friend Pete Davidson Starts dating Megan Fox I wouldn't be surprised would you? Could you? Ah, no, he's loyal. Are they best friends? Yes. Okay, fair enough. Maybe not, but you don't know old Pete. He gets about town, doesn't he? <laughs> Tom Grennan, a little bit of love on FM 104. I've been holding on to Pete. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. I'd like to apologise to both you, Nathan and producer Neve. I didn't want you to see what you saw, but you saw it and I apologise. I, I didn't was, enjoy it. I, I, and I, I didn't enjoy it. I was having a it. lovely conversation with producer Neve. We were getting on so well. And then... Graham walks in and starts swearing like a madman. No, well, I was holding my cup of coffee, which is hot enough as it is, and then it was so hot, I was trying to get to the table as quick as I could, and then I spilled it all over my hand. And then it was like we were down the docks. Yeah. Uh, I know we're right beside Dublin Port here, but I felt like a docker. I was I was swearing like I was a sailor back in the day. I am worried <laughs> about the coffee you're drinking. Go on. The kettle... Yeah. Needs destroying. Have you looked inside <laughs> the kettle? No. Honestly, don't. Don't. Graham, you need to bring in a kettle. I'm genuinely yeah. worried about your health. I am going to someday just bring a new kettle. Just do it. Yeah, they're like 20 euro, are they? Yeah. Surely Argos will have some closing down sale. I'll get them for a tenner. But here's the thing. Go when on. you buy the kettle, will you then keep it at your desk or will you leave it no, there? No, I'm a team player. I'm a team player. Fair play. I will. I will put it in there. You're a good man. On the way next, though. The Brits happened. 
and according to Nathan, it was a shambles. It was wild. I want to know all about it after Dermot Kennedy and outnumbered. You're on 104 Drive with Graham and Don't Nathan. Tell me this is all. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. All right. And on Saturday night, which I found odd as well, I was. Was I, no, I was in on Saturday night and I was reading online. What, the Brits are on tonight? It was so strange. Graham, I was making my um, signature dish, pasta, and Becca, my beautiful fiancé, said, oh, well, we watched the Brits tonight. Mm. I said, the Brits? On a Saturday night? No, I, I don't really want to watch the Brits. And she went, oh, come on. It's great. I really want to watch the Brits. So I went, okay. Now, we missed the first 10 minutes of it. Okay. We missed Harry Styles opening up the show, so that was disappointing. Look, I'm going to try and condense the night. My thoughts, my opinions. If you have any questions, ask away. If you're bored, we'll move on and play a David Gellis song. <laughs> All right? A, that sounds like a fair that deal. Fair? That's a fair deal. So it was hosted by Mo Gilligan from The Masked Singer. I'm going to put it out there. Did a terrible job. Uh, now, poor Mo, it's a really difficult job to be the host of the Brits because everyone, and I mean everyone, is hammered. Uh, can I say as well, it's at the O2 Arena. Yeah. Which is massive. Far too big. Even when you see the Grammys and the Oscars, they're in kind of small theatres. This is a, an, one of the biggest arenas in the UK. And the thing is, Graham, you have celebrities there, but then you just have average Joes walking around that clearly got invited or yeah. won a ticket yeah. so there's just an array of people there but as I said they're absolutely hammered <laughs> um, so Mo you could see he was nervous and he started off with making a mistake Lewis Capaldi was all set to perform and this was him introducing Lewis Capaldi. Now, the audio is from somebody's phone who is watching the Brits at home, so it's not the best quality. Here with his amazing number one single, Forget Me, it's the brilliant Go Crazy. It's Sam Capaldi. Who's Sam Capaldi? I don't know. That's not Sam Capaldi, is it? When I was watching it with Becca, I went, sorry, did Mo say Sam Capaldi? And then I went on to Twitter immediately and everyone was saying, Sam Capaldi, why, why did he say Sam Capaldi? Now, he did address it afterwards and I said, fair play to you, Mo, because you got to do those things. Are you going to talk about Sam Smith's outfit? Yes, it kind of looked like a burnt chicken. No, what I want to say is, it was wearing, it kind of looked like it was bin liners all inflated, but anyway. But then, really quickly, like so quickly, those, that, vid, that photo was doing the round of uh, Sam on the red carpet, and then Lewis yeah. <laughs> photoshopped his head on top of Sam's body. And so goes, quick. Sam Capaldi. <laughs> so quick. <laughs> he did that literally five minutes after his oh. performance, so I don't know if he has someone looking after his social, or if it's all Lewis. Um, I'm gonna speak about Stormzy and Maya Gemma. Oh, yeah. They were oh. both there and what was really interesting was Stormzy performed his song Hide and Seek mm -hmm. which is all about Maya Gemma oh. and I I've been hearing a few months back that they were back together but they're not they seem like they're both single but what was really strange was Harry Styles it was his evening he won four awards he kept going on stage accepting the awards and at one stage when he won best song um, he brought up two singer-songwriters with him who helped him out. And this guy with bleached hair, I have his name, Kid Harpoon. He gave a little speech alongside Harry, but it was so strange. He said, 
Oh, I'm here with my wife. I hope we act like Maya Gemma and Stormzy in the olden days. <laughs> and everyone was like, why, why would he say such a thing with Stormzy and <laughs> Maya Gemma being there? It's really awkward. Then this other lady came on. Her name is Daisy Cooper. Daisy Mae Cooper. And she was speaking about the sugar babes in the bathroom. And they tried to bleep out what she was saying. But the person who was in charge of bleeping out the bad stuff missed it completely. And what she said, which I can't repeat, just came out. She said, oh, I saw them in the bathroom. They weren't doing Mm. what you might think they were doing. But it still felt like they had to bleep it out. What was lovely, one of the awards that Harry Styles won Best Artist... He referenced the boys. I want to thank my mum for signing me up for X Factor without telling me. So I literally wouldn't be here without you. I want to thank Niall, Louis, Liam and Zang because I wouldn't be here without you either. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yes, it was great to see. But there were so many technical problems in the night. At one stage, don't know why, they played an old performance from Adele from last year at the Brits. Poor Mo sweating profusely That's saying horrendous. we're having problems. Um, we're going to cross over to an old performance. Then once again, poor Mo. He was working hard for the money. He's <laughs> at a table with Joel Domit, Keith Lemon and Maya Gemma. And he just keeps saying, are you guys having fun? And then behind him is Sam Thompson, who used to be in Maiden Chelsea, on a camera just taking pictures. <laughs> and then he goes over to Shania Twain and she's like, this is my favourite awards show ever. <laughs> Shania Twain? Yeah, it was bonkers. Also, um, are we a fan of the Dublin band Fontaine's DC? Yeah, they won a big award, didn't they? They won a massive award. Yeah. yeah, they won Best International Act. And the band are in Australia... But the guitarist was back in London because he's accepting or expecting a kid. Yeah. So he went up to accept the award. But his speech went on for ages. Uh, and you just saw Roman Kemp being like, hurry up, man. I saw a couple of people from Irish Radio over there and we'll know for a fact that Nathan will not be getting the invite to next year's Brits. <laughs> I kind of liked it, but jeez. <laughs> There is so much going on. <laughs> it's David Guetta, BB Rexa. And I'm good on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Harry Styles, as it was on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I'll tell you, yesterday I embarked on some journey. My plan over the weekend was on Sunday, I'm going to make a Sunday roast. This is going to be the first time I cook a Sunday roast for my girlfriend, Claire, since we've been living together. Now, Graham, this was a dirty little secret. I'm surprised you didn't speak about this during the week. I kind of didn't really make the decision till Friday, and I didn't want to commit to it just in case plans came up because it takes a long time to cook a roast. Like, you've got to set aside two to three hours if you want to do it right. I said, I'll just throw in the chicken and stuff like that. I said... Now, Graham, hold on a second here now. Let's try and be better. Because I will, yeah, I'll throw in a chicken, I'll put on a few potatoes, and I might throw in a few frozen roast potatoes. I said, how can we make it better than the last time? I said, make your own roast potatoes. Now, you might be listening to this thing and, oh, that's easy, yeah. 
But not for me. I've never attempted. I wouldn't even know how to begin to cook a roast potato. Yeah, you're not lashing it in a tray with a roast chicken at the same time. No. I saw... Like, you document the journey, yeah. but you also post the finished result on your Instagram. Instagram O'Toole. It's your latest picture. Check it out. Maybe give yourself a follow as well. So this is how I made them, all right? So I looked it up. Uh, BBC Food, that's what you always get yours, oh, Nathan. I love BBC Good <laughs> Food. They do phenomenal recipes. So I got the potatoes and I peeled them. What sort of potatoes can you remember? Maris Piper? Oh, I don't actually know what type. It was the cheapest bag, because okay. I, I, I could only see big bags of potatoes. And I was like, I'm going to have to buy a big bag of potatoes here, because I usually buy the small baby ones. But I go, no, I want to do them properly. So I found one for a euro in Aldi. Interesting Lidl. technique, I noticed, when you were peeling the potatoes. Quite aggressive. Yeah, I was like, I don't have time for this. The Man City Aston Villa game starting, and I wonder why I'm watching that. And I bought a peeler specifically for this cook Fair I, was, play. I, I put a lot of effort you were taking in. this seriously so I peeled the potatoes I had the water boiling I put them into the water you're supposed to boil them uh, bring them to boil and let them simmer for two to three minutes but while you're doing that you heat the oil slash goose fat I just did oil in the oven but they said put the oil on the bacon tray and I was like but if I put it on the bacon tray it's just going to be flat so I made this little kind of boat I was calling it mm. on my Instagram story uh, where I would hold the oil so it would be together so when I dropped the potatoes in there would be a bit of depth to the oil so it would be like a little swimming pool a little paddling pool you might Very say Very clever So I did the two to three minutes took them out put them in the little paddling pool then Good Food BBC, whatever it's called, told me to put two sp- spoonfuls of uh, flour on them as well. Okay. So I put the flour on them. I put some sea salt on them as well. And I mixed them around the oil and I left them in there. And I had to turn them every 15 minutes for 45 to 50 minutes. How was the chicken? I know we're focusing a lot on yeah. the roast potatoes, but did you shove a lemon up its backside nah, or no. anything? I put a bit of paprika on the outside. Okay. That was it, to have a little bit of flavour on the skin. But I just left that in for, it was an hour and 45 minutes because it was a 1.5 kilo chicken. But when the, the potatoes came out, absolutely fantastic. They looked very good. They were so good. And I had the roast on a plate. I go, this looks amazing. I said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get such uh, going to get such good feedback on Instagram. I'm going to take a picture of it. And I said, oh, before I take a picture, I better put a bit of gravy on it because I'll get slammed for not having gravy. Big mistake. Oh, the gravy. I understand the gravy wasn't the best. Where did you get this <sighs> gravy from? These granules. It was like specific chicken gravy. I think it's lighter and less dark than beef gravy or normal Bisto gravy. So how did you do it? Just pour hot water Into in with the, the granules. granules? Like I wasn't taking the what juices. What does it taste like? To be fair, it tasted lovely. Was it salty? It, no, it, it actually tasted lovely. It wasn't too thick. It wasn't too overpowering. But some of the comments I got when I put it up... Five out of ten, bit meh looking, gravy looks watery. Not sure if it's the light, but the whole thing looks yellow and orange. But, but like, what else is it supposed to look? I get maybe a few greens in there. Because I asked people to rate my roast. I was thinking, Crossy, of all people, Yorkshire puddings, get out. I threw a few Yorkshire puddings That's on there That's a very too. British, British thing, isn't it, Yorkshire pudding? They're so nice, though. Um, well... Five out of ten, not much roast going on, and that gravy is pale. Could do with a few peas mm. of broccoli or a bit of colour. Very beige. <laughs> gravy is very weak, needs a bit more green veg. Gravy looks like beep water. Gravy, not the <laughs> May West, looks gack. Uh, bland. Uh, three out of ten, looks like you poured a bottle of coke all over it. <laughs> I was like, come on, I tried so hard. I tried so... What did so- Claire think of it? She... 
Loved it. She commented 10 out of 10. Rare. Right. So, look, it tasted fantastic. I'm very proud of myself. But give it a look. And like, d- Don't judge the gravy. Just judge the roast on at Instagram O'Toole and leave your comment below because I need to kind of overpower the negativity that's what come upon me. What is the veg alongside it? It looks sweet, like pumpkin. Sweet potato. Um, pepper. What, Neve? Sweet potato I'm, with regular potato. I'm turning my nose up at that now. I don't like that. I thought that was a carrot. <laughs> a sweet potato. Sweet potato and oh, uh, no. onions and peppers. Oh, no. oh, wow. Yeah, I look. I'm a bit fancy, guys. I'm a bit fancy. <laughs> Check it out on Instagram. It's Eminem without me on FM 104. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Zed and the middle on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Oh. Is there life out there? Is there anybody else? Interesting weekend in North America, so it was. You may have read in the news that there were three unidentified flying objects shot down by U.S. fighter jets over the weekend. This is added to a week previous, a a Chinese spy balloon being shot down in the U.S. as well. However, with these three new ones, China are taking no responsibility for them. Watching CNN over the weekend, some of the fighter jets up there going, "We, we couldn't see any propulsion you know, it started to interfere with our planes. What's going on? Nobody has the answers. Aliens. Is it aliens? This is the big thing. So right now we are joined by David Moore You're from... joined by an alien. <laughs> <laughs> we are joined by David Moore from Astronomy Ireland to try and get to the bottom of what these things are flying above the skies in North America. David Moore, are they aliens? Well, it seems to me the aliens are probably aliens to the United States of America, but perhaps not alien to planet Earth, okay. which means, um, and to me, they look like normal balloons that are inflated by various groups around the world, including weather services, and that that's what we're seeing. It's people interfering with people rather than aliens interfering with us. Now, David, I'm not familiar with these balloons. I've often attended a party where I'd see a balloon on the ground and have fun with it. But these balloons in the sky, they're absolutely enormous. Why are they up there and how long do they stay up there for? Well, the Met Service here, Met Aaron, release balloons like this quite often. And when they're inflated at ground level, they're quite small. But as you go up in altitude, the pressure drops. So the gas inside tries to expand. And the balloons are designed to expand to ridiculously large amounts. The first one that was shot down eventually over the U.S. was 200 feet across. So the size of a skyscraper building, basically. But it had a lot of equipment attached to the end. And I'm not a military expert, but there seems to be some suspicion over whether all that technology was needed for weather balloons or Mm. not. With this being a military operation, I don't actually hold out much hope that we'll actually be allowed to know the fine details, mm. especially if it is a new a new variety form method of espionage. So you're saying this 100% certain, David, on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan, that they are not aliens? I don't like ever to be 100% against things, but I'd be in the 90s of percent for sure, because it just doesn't smell of aliens. You know, the technology, if they've come across the stars, this doesn't sound like the kind of thing they do. Well, David Moore from Astronomy Ireland, we really appreciate you coming on the show and kind of cleaning up some of the conspiracy theories that are coming out of North America at the moment. But if the aliens do come, we're going to have you on speed dial because we want to talk to you then, all right? 
And I've often said I don't believe there are any advanced civilizations buzzing us at the moment, abducting people out in the dark. And I'm often outside the city in the dark on my own with a camera photographing things like the comet that's around at the moment. I'm very easy to abduct. And these radio waves from FM 104 going out into space, they've never abducted me. So either they don't exist or they don't listen to FM 104. Yes. Oh and how God, intelligent I... can they be if oh. they don't listen to FM 104? Hope it's not the latter. <laughs> oh, no. David, you're a gentleman. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great day. My pleasure. Bye-bye. I'm kind of disappointed they're not aliens. Yeah. <laughs> I really wanted to be aliens. Not just more balloons from China. Oh. Taylor Swift, anti-hero on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I have this thing where I get the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. James Hype and Ferrari on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. You need a lot of money to buy a Ferrari. You're damn right. Want to talk a little bit a little bit more about the halftime show. Rihanna, of course, did it last night. Na, 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 come on. But one of the most fascinating things about the halftime show is every artist who does it doesn't get paid. I'm so surprised by that. So let me break this down for you. Apple Music sponsored the halftime show. They've paid $250 million across five years. So every year they paid $50 million to sponsor the halftime show. But the performers don't see a cent. So the artists will get 10 to $15 million in a production budget, which covers two to 3,000 part-time workers, security, dancers and marketing, but no money for the artist. Mm. Now, a lot of artists in the past have spent some of their own money to up the production value. Could say want a big show. The Weeknd spent $7 million of his own money and Dr. Dre did something similar last year. So when you're like, why would they do that? They don't get paid. Of course, they should demand to get paid. Some of the biggest artists in the world are doing it. What well, do they get from it? You see, if you were to get a 30-second ad during the Super Bowl, it's $7 million. These artists are essentially getting 15 minutes of a free commercial for their music. Oh. So when you break it down, over the last few years, Justin Timberlake saw a 534% increase in music sales after his Super Bowl performance. Travis Scott's performance fee went from half a million dollars to one million dollars after his halftime show. Jennifer Lopez and Shakira gained three million followers online after theirs. And The weekend, we said he spent an extra seven million dollars on his show sold one million concert tickets a week after his halftime show. So essentially it, they do it does get paid. Benefit from it. it is kind of, you know, free market. Oh you'll do this. it's good for you. It's, it's like, like doing an internship. Coming on this show. <laughs> for you, yeah. <laughs> FM one oh four. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. I told you guys before the show I uh, put into my beak a Moroccan salad. Oh, yes. Uh, what was in that again? You have it there in front of you. It was oh, no. chicken, it was bulgur wheat, tomato, onion, cucumber, and Greek what mint yogurt. Is bulgur wheat? And I'm why does it sound like I could only get it in Kalini? <laughs> <laughs> bulgur wheat. It's a, quite a robust piece of wheat, and it's hard to digest. <laughs> but um, I went into the kitchen there to fill up my bottle of water. I saw there was cake. It's oh. cake on a plate. I, I, they were speaking to me. I, so, you know, I've seen that cake. I lifted the lid and I cut myself a little slither. <laughs> the chocolate cake tasted disgusting. <laughs> really? I think it's been there since the weekend. 
I've seen that cake. Oh, it's not good. It looks delicious. Oh, it looks great. I'm so happy that you have tasted oh. and found out that it doesn't taste how it looks. Don't feel great after it. <laughs> it's Rihanna now. She headlined the halftime show. And now she's playing on FM 104 at Stay. The 104 Drive Podcast With Graham and Nathan Joel Curry on 104 Drive with Frankine.ie Very soon we're going to be playing Ping Pong Ding Dong But Graham, I have to ask you about Friday night Because yourself and myself, we went for a few drink-a-roonies And before we left, we were doing the show with Al Gibbs Yeah, And he was telling us that he you know, invited us to go to Pig because he was doing a show after his show. Yeah. I got a little bit giddy when I heard about that. And we went, we met our friend Sean. And you left before me and Sean left. And me and Sean stayed a little while longer. And I just got a little bit... I was like, will I I go to Pig? Because Al said, you can come up to the box. Yeah, yeah, I'll treat you like a celebrity. I said to Sean, come on, we'll go. Yeah? Come on, we'll go. What did Sean say? It's a bit away. We're, We're in, like, Portobello, and that's... On St. William Street, and I says, ex-housemate Coxie, he's out in town. Messaged him? I messaged him. I messaged him, and I go, pig, question mark. You should have just sent the pig emoji. <laughs> and then I chickened out, because I said, like, ah, I want to go home, I want to get a chipper. What? And then I, I went into his, me- and I deleted the message, just in case he saw it, and then I'd be walking home, and he'd go, yeah, where are we going, let's go, let's go. He never saw it. He never saw it. So I, I chickened out. Oh. I wanted to go for maybe 30 seconds. Got excited, didn't end up going. So thanks to Al Gibbs for the offer. Thank you, Al. But uh, maybe another time. On the way next, ping pong. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Harry Styles on 104 Drive, Graham and Nathan. See you, boss. Don't make you proud, boss. <laughs> see, we've got a, a glass wall here we can see into the office. We'll God see bless. when everyone goes home. <laughs> ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. You can talk the talk. But can you walk the walk? <laughs> That's a good question. Question mark. Right, this is ping pong ding dong. Someone's going to take on Nathan, try and get through to the final on Friday. That person is Jack. Jack. How are we getting on, fellas? Who are you? Who are you? Jack. What's, what's going on? Welcome to ping pong ding dong. Have you played before? Yeah, in the car a few times, yeah. Oh, but have you ever graced centre course? No, no, I haven't. The reason I confused it, I, I wrote down Jack. What did you write but down? But my head said Kevin. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Ever been called Kevin before, Jack? No, no. Yeah, no, that's okay. It's my Do head you have a nickname, what? Jack? What? Do you have a nickname? Uh, no, no, but I'll take Kevin as a compliment. Okay, Kevin, all right, good. Kevin works in news here. Great guy. Yeah, very great nice guy. guy. Great voice. Right. Jack, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to give yourself and Nathan a topic. You have got to give me answers in relation to that topic. You'll go back and forth until somebody cannot answer, repeats an answer, or gets one wrong. If you beat Nathan, you go through to the Grand Slam final on Friday, where €200 is up for grabs. Are we ready to go? You're right. I'm ready. Come on, Jack. Right, Jack, you're the guest. You will serve your topic today, and there's a little caveat at the end, so listen carefully. Reality TV shows... Past and present, caveat, I'm not talking about quiz shows or talent shows. So reality TV shows. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Jack, off you go. Love Island. Love is blind. (laughs) 
Jack? Fair City. <laughs> Fair City? <laughs> Fair I City? Telly. I don't watch telly. What do you mean you don't watch the telly, Jack? I don't watch, don't watch reality TV shows. Yeah, but you're aware of like Jersey the Ka- Shore. The Kardashians. Oh, all oh, oh, right. Do you, li- <laughs> do you like Fair City? No, but it's first in the pot into my head. Ah, oh, fair play, Kevin. <laughs> Classic Kevin. Doesn't watch telly. Uh, Jack. Oh, that's disappointing. Jack, look, you know what? It didn't suit you today. But come no, back in the future, do, when uh, we might have a topic that is more suited. If I said, it was the one that we did a lot last week. If I said Premier League team staff suited Yeah, can you. we have a go? Go on, yeah. Do you want to just play a game? Okay, let's yeah. play an honest game. An honest game. Go We're on. not coming into the final now, but let's just rally and be quick as well. Keep yeah, of course. Okay. Premier, oh, Premier League teams. Off you go. Uh, Liverpool. Man United. Man City. Chelsea. West Ham. Everton. Wolves. Aston Villa. Tottenham Hotspur. Bournemouth. Brighton. Leeds Everton Brentford Everton been said Yeah Get out <laughs> Get out <laughs> Shoo shoo Oh you're an absolute You'll come back again Jack Do Will do, do. Will See do. you Kevin <laughs> Good luck All oh, wrong one There we go Ping pong ding dong Ping pong uh, ding dong Ping pong ding dong Ping Message in our lads That one was for me I would have aced reality TV shows Well you got to enter tomorrow Who knows And I'm not going to repeat it Two days in a row Would Naked Attraction be No 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 That's a quiz show Because you win um, <laughs> You win, you win the- <laughs> I've been trying to do it right The 104 Drive Podcast With Graham and Nathan back memories Bring back your- They performed at the Super Bowl Yeah Kind of annoyed if you went to uh, you paid thousands of dollars on a ticket. You're going to see your favorite team, though. <laughs> I think we five. are forgetting that people are going to see football, not the halftime show. I, I keep thinking it's a 13 minute concert, and everyone goes home after. Maroon Five and One Hundred Four Drive with Graham and Nathan. Okay, right. This Whoa. came to me over the weekend. What's going on? Seems like you're a bit crazy over there. I think I am. This is driving me a bit crazy because I've been thinking about it for quite a while. I'm a person who enjoys a pub quiz. Yeah. And I would have a loose knowledge on a lot of subjects, but never an in-depth knowledge on anything. So people would kind of go, geez, Graham, I bet you'd be good at a pub quiz. And I go, I give off that impression, but whenever I do a quiz, like the highest I think I finished ever was like third or fourth out of ten. I'd love to win a pub quiz. And I was thinking about this over the weekend. And I was thinking, why don't I use my platform as a radio presenter on 104 Driver Graham and Nathan to build the ultimate pub quiz team? Oh. Imagine, this is my dream. Okay. I have a dream. I have a dream. Go on. Some night, there's loads of pub quizzes on in Dublin during the week. Some night, me, you, and a few of the people that we've carefully selected, you could say the Galacticos of the pub quiz scene around Dublin. We get together, we make one team, we go without telling anybody, we don't say it on air, we know we're building the team on air, but randomly one night, we'll show up to a pub quiz somewhere in Dublin and win the whole bloody thing. Would you say this is cheating? No. That's like saying, 
a football team who getting the best players together is cheating. You still have to perform on the night. Mm. Do you know what I mean? We could pick the wrong people. The wrong people could come forward. We might try and... I don't, I don't know how we're going to do this, but we might try and specialise in different areas and say, for instance, oh, we need someone who's really good at history. There mightn't be one person. There mightn't be one question on history. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and we don't know the questions that are going to be asked. Now, I have a few questions. Yeah. How many pub quizzes have you been to in your lifetime? Went to quite a few. I'd say I've been on eight or nine. All right. Yeah, eight or nine. That's a lot. I've never won. And do you know what's annoying? I've never been in that top two during the night when they're giving out the results as well. I always kind of lose interest halfway through going, ah, well, we're fifth and sixth now. We're not going to win anything. So what are you looking for right now? Because it it, it seems to me you have a vision. Have a vision. You want to build this ultimate pub quiz team Mm. I suppose right now if you're listening and you attend a lot of pub quizzes and maybe you're the person who wins them or maybe you organise pub quizzes maybe you host them I just suppose a pub quiz expert because I've got a lot of questions I need to know how many people can you get on the team Um, what kind of topics should we be specialising in that will get the maximum points I just have a lot of specific questions before we go looking to build a team I suppose we need to get in an outside source to ask those questions so maybe you are a pub quiz expert maybe you host them maybe you go to a lot of them maybe you go to them and you hustle and you win a lot God if we can make this dream come true that this 31 year old boy could win a pub pub quiz it'd be amazing you're on (laughs) FM 104 You're listening to the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Topic breaking me on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. You have a dream. You have a dream. My dream is to win a pub quiz. I've done many in the past, but I've never been able to win. And I was thinking, how good would it be if as a team here, we got together the ultimate pub quiz team you could say the Galacticos of pub quiz teams in Dublin. Like the glory days, Real Madrid with David Beckham, Zidane, Ronaldo. Oh. And we went, like, we kind of went undercover. We didn't announce what pub quiz like we were going to go dress undercover? No, well, we could, we could dress in theme, but that could give away our, that could blow our cover yeah. by dressing undercover. We go, we just go to a random one, don't tell anybody, and we do it and we win. How cool would that be? And then the next day on the show, four hours dedicated to us winning a pub quiz. Yeah, sounds good to me. Uh, we don't really know where we're going with it. We're kind of putting the feelers out there at the beginning. But Al joins us. How are you, Al? Oh, hello, Graham and Nathan. How are you? All right, Big Al. What are your thoughts towards a pub quiz? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. No, only one particular subject, though, as I said. Okay, so do you frequent them often? Or is it just you oh, have I an have insane to, knowledge I of have... film? Uh, the latter, I'd say. Okay. I, I, I used to go to them. I haven't been using them in a while, but yes, I'd say. Uh, and I'd, have uh, you ever won? Um, yeah, well, a work one. I won before, so they're okay. kind of all right. Well, you say in your message your specialist subject is film. Like, sell yourself. Uh, what makes you a film expert? If if we were to get together and realize, okay, we we really need someone who's uh, a film buff. Oh, I don't know. I just know, like, random stuff about films and stuff like that. And the, the mainstream films, nothing like Armenian, Armenian cinema from the 50s or anything like that, but just mainstream kind of stuff. All right, big boy. I'm going to put you on the spot right now. I have a film question. Let's see if you're the real deal, all right? Okay, no pressure. Go ahead. Who directed 
the 2007 film No Country for Old Men. Joel Cohen. And? Ethan Cohen. You're damn right, he's good. The Cohen brothers. All right, okay, okay. Even got their first names. All right, okay. How about this? Go on. Name three stars that featured in the 2013 film Old Boy. Oh, three stars. Is that the, is that the Josh Brolin one? One star. Oh, um... You should say actors. One. Actor, actors, actors, sorry, Sounds actors. Stars. Why you're confusing I'm, like, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, get your stars. <laughs> actors. Actors, actors. Oh, you're one, I can't remember her name. They, she has a sister, a famous sister. Um, it's not going to do me in the pub. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but he's on the right track. I'm not selling. I'm selling myself I'll, gi- I'll, I'll give you that one, Elizabeth oh, Olsen. The Olsen, the Olsen one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I need uh, the other, the, probably the biggest star uh, actor. Stop saying stars. Oh, I haven't seen that film in years. It was in Pulp Fiction. Snakes on a Plane. Oh, Samuel, Samuel L. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Look, you're not bad. <laughs> You're not bad. <laughs> if, That's under pressure now. That's under superior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be more pressure if we're in a pub and yeah, we're and we're that. we're incognito. We're undercover and we're like nobody can see us. Here. The, the ultimate pub quiz team are here. Oh, like a hustle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. We're hustlers. How many Fast and Furious films have there been? Go. Oh God. Uh, is there is there a Fast Nine at the moment or something? I think there's eleven. Eleven. Jesus. Wait, wait, hang on a sec. Nathan asked that without looking it up first. Um, I zoned out after the first one, so. I like the Coen Brothers. That's that kind of yeah. That impressed me. I think the more we've directors, spoken yeah, to, yeah, I'll be better at directors than kind of thing. But yeah. All right. Well, look, I I'm happy with Al. We have to. Oh, he's counting them. Go on, Nathan. <laughs> I think there's twelve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. okay. <laughs> I stopped counting at, at, at nine, yeah. Do you know what, Al? We're gonna, we'll, we'll keep you on file. <laughs> I, I'm, okay, I am impressed. I am impressed. Yeah, we yeah, are put you yeah, on yeah. the spot. He's good. Uh, we, we will keep you on file. We have to come back in a few days and figure out what topics we want to uh, specialise in. But thank you very much for contacting the show, Al. We appreciate it. But... No, no worries. Thanks, You're a good guys. man, Al. See ya. Take it easy. Bye-bye. I don't know why that kind of excited me. I got excited. I and this isn't cheating. Why would that be cheating? Just like building... Well, going on your phone is cheating. Yeah, but building an elite team. Manchester City doing it for... Oh. Oh. <laughs> can't say anything. Uh, can't right. say any word. No, nope. can't touch me. Nope. Uh, it's Dermot right. Kennedy and Kiss Me on 104 Drive. You take a photo. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Absolute disaster. Hasn't happened to me in a long while. Why are you laughing at? I hope this doesn't involve food. No. <laughs> Absolute we, we love food. We do love food. We love food. We love food. We love coffee. We love cake. We love donuts. But what I don't love is getting holes in my crotch in my jeans. Oh, right. Haven't been on the Dublin bike in a while because it's been so cold. What's going on? Today, it's a little bit warmer. I said, I'm going to cycle over. Got off the bike. Hole in my crotch here, lads. Big guy. <laughs> It's the reason. It's the saddle, don't you Big worry. Big guy. That's the saddle. Big though. guy on campus. <laughs> no. I'm disgusted because I like, I like these jeans. They're comfortable. It's never happened to me. Okay, good. I'm just going to play a song now. Why are you playing a song? Because <laughs> I just wanted to tell my story. Oh, now you, made you uneasy. brought the show into the gutter. <laughs> it's FM 104. <laughs> 
You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Levels on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. It seems like ages since we did this. Oh no. <laughs> it is real actor tribute. Oh no. Do you not have your clips? I forgot a name. I forgot oh. to name this. Oh. This is our oh, no. first. I, okay, you think about it. I'll explain what's going on. Okay. All right. We had three months off over the summer. We were told, come back with ideas for your new show on FM 104. I, I, had, I had to get two notebooks. So many ideas. Nathan came with one. That idea was real act or tribute act. Where he would play a clip of an artist. And it would either be the real artist or an artist impersonating them. I.e. a tribute act. Now he will say, is this artist Katy Perry or Katy Harry? He'll always come up with the name for the um, tribute act. I have a name. And now he's ready to go. So we have to figure out is the real actor tribute. 87 This evening, ladies and gentlemen, is this the killers or the caterpillars? That's all I'm giving you. Not much. I think I know. <laughs> Is that the killers or the caterpillars? 0876797104. We are a democracy on the show. Yeah. We'll throw it around. Graham, what are you thinking? Do you want me to say? You can say re- whatever you want to say. I will never put the shackles on you <laughs> like you do to me. <laughs> Sometimes you need them. That's the killers. Because Brandon Flowers... <laughs> Don't look at me like I've given away the answer no, When you on. ask me what my opinion is So Read My Mind is one of my favourite songs But at the beginning of it His vocals are a little bit off And he goes On the corner of Main Street <laughs> Just try to keep it in line Brandon Flowers sounds like that If you listen to Read My No Graham I'm don't You're up. muddying it I don't want to hear that Producer Neve, what are you thinking? I'm going with the same scream. I'm saying the killers. There's a couple of notes there that I'm like, and I'm listening to the music, the background. I'm like, nah, I think that sounds that's authentic. Actually, yeah. Ah, oh, great. Listen to the Here start. Listen to the start. <laughs> like, of I it. don't want this. His voice is sound great. Stop hijacking my it's game. Like... It's not great, there, is it? Just trying to keep it. Let's get back to mine. And let's see how similar this is. Is this the killers or the caterpillars? So long to devotion You tell me everything I know It's a tough one today Wave goodbye Wish me well You gotta let me go Come on, 087-6797-104 Killers or Caterpillars? <laughs> we'll find out which one it is after Lewis Capaldi The 104 Drive Podcast With Graham and Nathan Lewis Capaldi, forget me on 104 Drive with Frankine.ie. It is Graham and Nathan here. We are in the middle of real actor tribute act. I'm going to play you a piece of audio. You have to tell me, is that the real singer or is that a tribute act this evening? Is this the killers or is this the caterpillars? So long to devotion. You tell me everything I know. 
I actually think it is. I think it's Brandon Flowers on an off day. Right, let's go to the phones. Uh, all right, Sean. It's Michael here. How are you guys? Oh, oh sorry, sorry, Michael. <laughs> Michael, sorry. It's a lot of people coming in. I apologise profusely about that, Michael. Right. Not at all. I've been called worse. How are you, Michael? I'm good, I'm good. Good stuff, good stuff. What are your thoughts towards real act or tribute act? Oh, it's not Brandon Flowers. It's definitely not. It's Caterpillar. Ooh, oh, you're going with that. He's got a unique voice, but it's never that bad. I know it can be wobbly, but not that bad. And it sounds like a different accent. Uh, I, I'm 100% I think that's Brandon Flowers. Oh, look <laughs> How confident are you, Sean? I mean, Michael. <laughs> um, I'm as confident as you are with my name. <laughs> Brian. And, no, I'm confident it's Caterpillar. Kevin, I can tell you. You are correct! You what? Are. What? Steven, you're correct! <laughs> that's that's not Brandon Flowers. No! That's the Caterpillars. Sounds awful. Oh, I just thought... Oh, How oh, wow. bad do you it's think the Killers are? Oh, all right, well, okay, well... Have my... you ever seen the Killers live? No, I... <laughs> <laughs> I, wow. I love that song Read my mind though. Yeah. Well Michael Thank you very much For joining us Congratulations You are this week's winner Good luck Thank you very much The 104 Drive Podcast With Graham and Nathan Download it now Subscribe now Wherever you get your podcasts